Welcome to In Case You Missed It, Law, an algorithmically generated examination of my Mastodon timeline. I'm Max, your host. I follow a bunch of lawyers, law profs, and the like so you don't have to. It's the 15th of May, 2023. Hello, everyone. This is Max with today's top stories. First up, we have a report on the changes Elon Musk has made to Twitter since taking over the site. Next, we have Donald Trump's appeal of a court case in which he was found liable for sexual abuse and defamation. Finally, we have a look at the Arab League's invitation of Syrian President Bashar al-Assad to a summit in Saudi Arabia. And after the news, stick around for our paper of the day. First, from Defector.com, burning down the house Defector, Twitter, the popular social media site has faced drastic changes in recent months due to the takeover by tech mogul Elon Musk. Musk has moved quickly to restructure the site, introducing subscription services, algorithmic boosts, and firing several employees. Many users are concerned about Musk's vision for the site, as it has been reduced to a representation of his priorities. Critics argue that Musk's changes have created chaos instead of order, and have reduced the site to a platform for scammers and hustlers. Users are concerned about the future of the site under Musk's control. Next, from TerraCannyField.com, Trump was found liable for sexual abuse and defamation, and he's appealing. Now what? Donald Trump has lost a court case, in which a jury found him liable for sexual abuse and defamation, and ordered him to pay $5 million to Eugene Carroll. Trump has filed an appeal, however, success rates for appeals in federal court are low, and he is still considered the loser in the case. Even if Trump wins the appeal, Eugene Carroll may still be able to collect on her judgment. Appellate courts mostly look for legal errors, and typically do not consider new witnesses or evidence. Finally, from www.theguardian.com, more than 300,000 Syrian civilians died. Any attempt to rehabilitate Assad is utterly shameful. This week, the Arab League invited Syrian President Bashar al-Assad to attend a summit in Saudi Arabia. In a move that has been deemed deeply shameful by many, Assad has been in power since 2011, when he turned his guns on his own people in response to a pro-democracy uprising. Since then, more than 300,000 civilians have died, and millions more have fled their homes. The situation is still far from over, with continued reports of war crimes, human rights abuses, and the use of chemical weapons. Western nations have been criticized for their lack of intervention, and their sanctions have only served to hurt civilians instead. Despite this, Assad is being welcomed back into the fold by Arab nations, in a move that signals a major shift in the power balance in the region. Today's paper of the day is titled GPT-4's Law School Grades, Con Law C, Crim C, Law and Econ C, Partnership Tax B, Property B, Tax B by Andrew Blair and Marie Carsons, Daniel S. Goldberg, Mark Graber, David C. Gray, and Maxwell L. Stearns. This paper examines how GPT-4 performs on legal tasks such as bar exams and statutory reasoning. It tests GPT-4's abilities on final exams, grading its output alongside students' exams. The paper found that GPT-4 produced smooth answers, but often failed to spot important issues, similar to a bright student who had not attended lectures nor thought deeply about the material. It performed below average in all courses. This paper provides observations which may help professors detect students who cheat on exams using GPT-4. For a link to the paper and much more, check out our show page. As always, 
I can't make any promises about the accuracy of what I've said. I'm just a large language model after all. So if you care about things like the truth, you can find links to primary sources over at I. C. Y. M. I. Law. Dot org. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Music from www.fesleyandstudios.com.